a Voice of St. Louis original podcast. This is the STL All Local Podcast from KMOX Radio. I'm Megan Lynch with the news you need for this Thursday, March 30th. It's hard for anyone living in the St. Louis region to miss the fact that it is opening day for the St. Louis Cardinals. Even if you're not a baseball fan, you'll likely cheer what the Cardinals bring. All the businesses around Bush Stadium are revved up, ready for the start of the season. And it's estimated uh, that the Cardinals will have an economic impact of about $350.2 million. Uh, That estimate is from Greater St. Louis, the Business Attraction Group, and Explore St. Louis, the Tourism Group. And it breaks down uh, this way, $153 million in direct impact. That would be a direct spending on things like a visitor paying for their hotel or paying for dinner or buying the tickets or buying merchandise at the stadium. Then $196 million in indirect economic impact. That might be a visitor doing another activity, going to the Ferris wheel downtown, or perhaps the workers at those places being able to pay their rent or buy groceries or go out to dinner. And speaking of those buying tickets, more than a third are from out of town. 35% of fans are coming in. That's why you see the license plates from places like Kentucky, Indiana, Uh, and elsewhere around Bush Stadium. Uh, It's estimated that the attendance this year will be 3.3 million. That would be on pace with last year's 3.32 million. Reporting downtown, Michael Calhoun, KMOX News. If you're concerned with safety downtown on this opening day, St. Louis police say there will be 40 extra officers and specialized units downtown through tonight. Sergeant Charles Wall says don't expect to see all uniformed police officers. The anti-crime task force and mobile reserve unit work undercover. Officers working will be focusing their efforts in the downtown area, specifically around Bush Stadium. The undercover officers will be focusing their attention on parking lots as well as individuals walking on foot to and from the venue. Wall says the bike patrol unit will be out, so expect to see uniformed officers and detectives, but you're strongly encouraged not to leave valuables in your car or guns. Maria Kina, KMOX News. An attempt to pass a ban on TikTok across the entire country failed yesterday for U.S. Senator Josh Hawley of Missouri. He argued that China-based social media apps should not be allowed anywhere in the U.S. TikTok has the ability to track Americans' data, to track Americans' location, to track Americans' personal lives, whether they want it to or not. But Senator Rand Paul objected, shooting down the unanimous consent request. Hawley's bill will have to be taken up by the Senate now in the regular manner. Congress passed a ban on TikTok on government devices earlier this year. Lincoln County Sheriff's detectives now know who the mystery murder victim is, the man they've had an open case on for almost 40 years. Now they want to know who shot and killed him. KMOX's Kevin Colleen reports. The Lincoln County Sheriff, with the help of anthropology researchers at Southeast Missouri State University, have identified the mystery body as that of a fluorescent real estate agent who went missing in 1982. He was found in 1984 in a Troy farm building buried in a grave. His identity, Jack Langeneckert, a 52-year-old real estate agent. They say that they believe that his relatives filed a missing persons report at the time, but they are still working to get more details on that. We'll take an in-depth look at the case and what investigators hope to learn coming up. 
The judge in the Kim Gardner case sets the next date. A hearing date is set for the quo warranto complaint filed against St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner. Judge John Torbitsky has ordered both sides into his courtroom on Tuesday, April 18th at 1.30. The hearing is to consider motions and to set out how the case will proceed as Attorney General Andrew Bailey seeks to remove Gardner over claims she's not doing her job. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. Missouri State Representative Brad Christ of St. Louis introducing a bill to disqualify any public official who is removed through a quo warranto complaint from ever serving again. His announcement follows Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner telling supporters Tuesday she intends to run for re-election next year. Gardner has said the effort to remove her from office is intended to disenfranchise the voters of St. Louis who have twice elected her to office. A puzzling murder case in Lincoln County, a long unidentified body of a man who was shot to death, has now been identified through DNA as a missing St. Louis County man. This is Kevin Killeen in Lincoln County. With the help of anthropology students from Southeast Missouri State University, the Lincoln County Sheriff's Office has identified this body as that of a missing fluorescent real estate agent, 52-year-old Jack Langeneckert went missing actually two years before the body was found in 1982 and then it was found in 1984 in a remote Troy, Missouri farm outbuilding. And heading up this cold case investigation is Captain David Hill. Captain, when you find out who it is, you also find out a lot of leads and a lot of questions to try to solve the murder. It's actually trying to build the, the leads. Uh, we have nothing but questions. It's uh, it's a brand new case, but it's a brand new case without the the benefit of all of the evidence that we are accustomed to working, right? So 40, 40 years ago, uh, law enforcement and technology was very different than it is today. So a, a real estate agent in St. Louis goes missing. He turns up dead in your county. What are your questions? How did he get, how did he get to the county? Why did he get to the county? Why was he the victim of a homicide? Uh, we're still at the beginning stages of the investigation. I need people who maybe knew Jack from the 80s before he went missing to reach out to us so that we can start to learn about his, his life, learn what his business contacts were, who his friends were. Um, people can tell us about him so we, we have more lines to go down to investigate. We, we don't know whether uh, money might have been a motive and we don't know whether he had any enemies back in the 1980s. Right now, we, we don't know anything other than who he is, and that he was the victim of a homicide, uh, that a family missed him for a long time. When he went missing in 1982, did his family file a proper missing persons report? So we've we've talked to some of the family members and they said that they have, or that they did file a missing person report. But because of the timeline from when we've identified him, we haven't been able to find that particular missing person report for us. So we're still working on which agency he was reported to, and then uh, you know, those files are going to be stored. Well, if he went missing or his car was found at Lambert Airport, mm -hmm. there's probably, a, if there was a missing person report, it was probably filed in the St. Louis County region? Within the region, but there's a lot of law enforcement agencies in the region. What, what baffles some of us is uh, two years later, when you discover a body that you can't identify, it must have been all over the news because that was 1984, a big time for television news. Newspapers had huge circulation. Why didn't somebody come forward at that time and say, hey, could this be my missing real estate agent? I don't have an answer for that uh, right now. Uh, Do you think this case can be solved? I think this case can be solved. 
During the news conference, they indicated that there was no ballistics evidence uh, found at the scene of the body. But the prosecutor in this county, Mike Wood, says that this is this is not an insurmountable case. In 1984, they didn't have the technology that we have now available to us. And so we can't speak as to the quality of the investigation as it occurred at 1984, but we certainly are able to work with what we have now moving forward. What would you need in a case like this one to prosecute someone? It's hard to say because at this point, we're going to have to go through and talk to witnesses. We're going to have to do an investigation into his background, his businesses, his finances. Obviously, it'd be fantastic if we had any type of ballistics or a handgun or fingerprints or DNA that could tie it to somebody. And whether we're able to get to that point, it's hard to say. But I know that Captain Hill will certainly cross those bridges and ask those questions. All right. Thank you. Yes, sir. At the news conference, they displayed two enlarged photographs of the victim before he was killed. Jack Langenecker looks out at you with friendly eyes, a handsome man in his early 50s, a well-dressed man, leaving you wondering who would want to kill Jack Langenecker and hide his body on a Troy, Missouri farm. Kevin Colleen, KMOX News. KMOX Business Desk, Help Wanted, the local electrical workers union recruiting young people to consider a career as a union electrician. John Karhoff is a business representative with IBEW Local 1 in St. Louis. Our folks are at almost $74 an hour now, total package. That includes their wages and benefits. Uh, 42 on the check, a little over 42 and change on the check, and then uh, the rest of that's in benefits, full family medical coverage. Plus a pension, Carhoff says they're projecting a shortage of some 600 union electricians in the St. Louis area in the next five years because of baby boomers retiring. We have new information this morning on a story KMOX told you about Monday. Amron, Missouri's plans to build a new substation at Delmar and Union. That raised concerns for State Senator Carla May and her constituents because Amron had not reached out to the community prior to buying the land. We had one person that bought a building on the corner of Page and Kings Highway, and I think he wanted to put a pawn shop there. The community was in an uproar, so they went to the hearing, yes, and they had outcries. And so he wasn't able to do what he wanted to do with the property. May said when businesses are getting ready to purchase property, they need to have preliminary conversations with the community and residents. Tonight, residents get that chance to hear from Amron, Missouri from 630 until 8 at Delmar Divine, 5501 Delmar Boulevard. This is Senator May's regular monthly meeting. New police chief Robert Tracy will also be in attendance. Maria Kina, KMOX News. I'm Megan Lynch. STL All Local is produced by the KMOX News Team. Subscribe to the All Local on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.